you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. Hey mom, first things first, thank you. It's my one year anniversary of my decision to say, yes, I need help. And yes, I choose me. And that's the miracle. I'm lucky that the strongest person I know is my own mother. Love you, mom. Maxwell. Be that strong person who makes the difference. If your loved one is struggling with drugs and alcohol, reach out to Karen for a different kind of addiction treatment. Visit caron.org slash lost. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Savvy Psychologist. I'm your host, Dr. Ellen Hendrickson, and every week I'll help you meet life's challenges with evidence-based research, a sympathetic ear, and zero judgment. And as promised, this week we'll talk about one way to handle profound grief. So with us is Tom Hart, Eisner-nominated cartoonist and author of the new graphic memoir, Rosalie Lightning, which debuted at number one on the New York Times bestseller list for graphic books upon its release a couple of weeks ago. So Tom, I'm really happy and grateful to have you here. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Ellen. Thanks so much. Sure. So Tom, your book is being described as heartbreaking, honest, harrowing, and it's been said about you that, quote, only a cartoonist of tremendous skill and a father with loads of guts could piece through heartbreak and come out with such a piece of art. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience and the book that came out of it? Sure. <laughs> well, to start, I um, moved with my family from New York City to Gainesville, Florida in um, the fall of 2011. And um, within two months of that, our daughter, Rosalie, who was just shy of her second birthday, died suddenly. And... Um, uh, without warning. And that was extremely, as you can imagine, difficult and shocking and harrowing. And so in maybe not so conscious move, I wound up turning to writing and drawing, which is something I've always done constantly since my teenage years, but certainly since my early 20s. And so I found myself writing a lot, trying to both keep my, my mind busy, but also trying to maybe find a context or find some sort of um, reason or just try and push myself forward. And after a period of uh, about five weeks or so of that, coupled with traveling and trying to, trying to get out of, um, just basically get out of town, I sat down and um, took the huge binder full of notes from those five weeks and, and um, structured it and drew it into this graphic memoir that took about three or three and a half years to draw. Yes, and in the book, you take us through those five weeks and the search for reasons and warning signs. So in the book, you write, she died with no warning or with tons of warning signs. We still don't know. So how does that not knowing, the uncertainty of why and how she died, how does that affect you? Well, it's nothing you can prepare for, right? Because it was sudden and right. known for, uh, unknown. So that shock is much more harrowing than something that you might see coming. But on the other hand, it's, um, 
I found that over time, I was grateful that there was nobody to be angry with. And there wasn't, um, it wasn't violent and she didn't suffer for a long time. And um, the fact that it was so quick and so without explanation made it almost seem like it had, um, I don't know if I mean a cosmic reason, but it seemed like maybe there was some predetermination to it or it was predestined or something, you know, because it was just such, so uncommon for things to happen this way. So in the long run, I mean, I, I'm grateful again that, that, that it wasn't, that there's nobody to be mad at. Because I don't, I don't know if I would have had the strength to, to do a book if I had such personal other connections to, to, to the reasons somehow, you know, it's hard to explain. No, no, that it makes sense. Uh, how did other people help you? Because when, at least for me, you know, when tragedy strikes, I know I, and I'm sure all our listeners too, wonder what's the best or, you know, the most appropriate way to help. So for you, uh, in your experience, what were the most helpful things someone did or said, or maybe even refrained from doing or saying uh, in the aftermath? Well, I think my wife and I really needed to be alone a lot. And um, luckily we had one friend who we just called up and, and said, can we stay with you indefinitely? <laughs> and he said, yes. And, and his space was a little bit, a little bit out of town and had a garden to walk around and it was near a little wooded area. And so just having that space was immensely helpful because all we did in the first couple of days and weeks was just sort of stare into space and walk around I didn't want to be um, seen or talked to. And uh, I was grateful that lots of people sent cards and other things. Strangely, a couple friends sort of insisted that they come talk to us. And that was, I was actually really grateful for that too. There were, there were two in particular that sort of uh, broke through the sort of defenses I tried to put up and, and came and visited and talked. And that was really nice. That I'm just talking about the first week or two. In the longer experience, what wound up being very comforting, and it wasn't something I knew I was seeking, was hearing other people's stories of loss. And especially in the book, the book recounts people telling us of stories of other lost children, children who died. And I didn't realize I'd be looking for those stories or even finding them. I mean, I didn't even know. And at first, I just sort of found a couple. And then, but hearing other people and how they got through this kind of suffering, or even just hearing that they did get through that kind of suffering, was so extremely helpful. And eventually, I began connecting the dots a little bit and trying to reach out a little bit more for, for those kinds of stories and reach out for help and just solidarity. Yeah, so it sounds like it made you feel like you weren't alone or like stranded on this island. Right. Yeah, absolutely. That was extremely beneficial. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Meet Stacy. Stacy's on the hunt for a new pair of trendy glasses. Call me picky, but I just can't find the one. Luckily for Stacy, Walmart Vision has virtual try-on. Now she can try on hundreds of frames virtually, then upload her prescription and get new glasses delivered right to her door. Really? <laughs> yeah, really. Well, the hunt just took a turn for the better. Buy your next pair of glasses with virtual try-on from Walmart. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. 
Restrictions apply. See walmart.com for details. Planning an international trip and want to learn the language of your destination? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. So you have another daughter, uh, Molly Rose, who is now older than Rosalie was when, when she died. And so what was it like uh, as Molly Rose was about to turn two? Harrowing. <laughs> yeah, not just two, but a day or two older than Rosalie was. I mean, I think Rosalie was one year and 48 weeks old or something when she died. And Mm. Whatever that date was, was was pretty burned in our minds and on the calendar. And when Molly Rose was um, coming upon that age, uh, my wife and I both, but I'll speak mostly for myself, we were just filled with superstition and wondering, you know, if she'd be even allowed to move past that age. You know, again, looking for clues or or something, just, just, I, I don't know. It was very, very harrowing and we weren't really sure. I wrote very casually on my blog that I even felt like some sort of um, sacrifice was in order. Strangely, we had a cat who was dying at that same time. You know, I was sure she would die on the exact date on the calendar. She wound up dying within a week. Mm. But, you know, there was part of me that wanted to throw her into a volcano. The cat, I mean. (laughs) Yeah, of course. So there's that. But also, I feel like there's this tunnel that started on that date which was in somewhere in July. And I feel like we're just starting to see the end of it right now where we can breathe comfortably and believe that she's going to be okay going forward. And it's been very strange to have a two-year-old daughter for so long, right? We had this, we had Rosalie who disappeared in 2011. Mm-hmm. And then, and that was our only experience with a, with a child for so long. And then Molly Rose came and we brought her up and then, but still we've never <laughs> experienced an older child. So it felt like we had a two-year-old for five or six years. So now Molly Rose is just starting to, just starting to move past it. And it's extremely comforting. And the harrowing parts are starting to, are starting to soften a little bit. Um, but it's strange. It's strange how your mind works, or at least how our minds are working <laughs> in these strange circumstances. No, I mean, it, make, it makes sense. I'm sure many people would do this, the exact same thing. Really? But Tom, thank you so much for talking. I loved your book. I equally, to be honest, I equally wanted to put it down and couldn't put it down. I cried my way through it, but I finished it feeling hopeful and stronger, which is quite the experience for you to give to a reader. So I wish you and your family nothing but the best with it. Oh, God. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're welcome. So Tom Hart is the creator of the new best-selling graphic memoir, Rosalie Lightning. And you can pick up a copy at your local bookstore, online, or anywhere else books are sold. If today's episode was helpful to you, show your support by picking up a copy of Tom's book, subscribing to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud, or liking on Facebook. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Dr. Ellen Hendrickson. Next week on the podcast, we'll tackle rumination with five tips to let go and move on. In the meantime, show notes for this and every other episode are always available on quickanddirtytips.com slash savvy hyphen psychologist. And the Savvy Psychologist is strictly for informational purposes 
and doesn't substitute for mental health care from a licensed professional. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week for a happier, healthier mind. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Are you tired of the constant battle with anxiety and panic? I've got a podcast that I think you'll love. It's called The Anxiety Coaches Podcast where the host, Gina, gives you your weekly dose of tranquility and inspiration. Two new episodes drop weekly, packed with practical tips and lifestyle changes to help you calm that racing heart and bring peace back into your life. So if you're ready to bid farewell to sleepless nights and constant worry, tune into the Anxiety Coaches podcast and embark on a journey towards lasting calmness and a life free from anxiety's grip. Remember, it's not just a podcast, it's a lifeline. Join Gina on the Anxiety Coaches podcast and let her soothing words be the balm your nervous system needs. Listen in and start your path to healing today. The anxietycoachespodcast.com because healing begins the first time you listen.